Yes, people, welcome to another episode again of the Two British Nerds. You get me? I still think we need to get some audio, you know, some music at the beginning. Yeah, we need to work something out. Then again, it's still, I think it's there. Uh, I don't know. I think it sounds all right because we kind of still go, uh, you know, st- still go into it. But yeah, a little bit of music or, uh, you know. Opening theme or something. Yeah, you know what we need, yeah, we, we, I think this is what we need, man, apart from the music, we need to get someone else on the show, I need a woman on this podcast, my mission is going to be to find a woman for this podcast, what do you think? Yeah, we're on the search for a female. <laughs> yes, have that feminine, yeah, have that feminine touch, man. Um, yeah, maybe like the uh, the four musket, was it the three musketeers? The fourth one just appears out of nowhere. Yeah. So let's start off, man. So this week has been, you know, uh, how can I say, we've been bombarded with a lot of trailers for new t- for a lot of new upcoming TV shows, right? This week has been a bit well. This week and last week with finales as well as yeah trailers. News, loads of stuff coming up. We've been um, we've been bombarded, I think, with a lot. So, uh, let's go to what's you know what's really been uh, well before we get to that, and let's just see what's what's happened recently in the news. Is um, have you seen the new um, the Deadpool footage, the new the new photos? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> it looks even better, man. See him with two guns. With him holding two guns. You know, out of all the fox, I'm more excited about Deadpool than I am of Age of Apocalypse. Huh? That's it for because that. It's been a while since we've seen an R-rated um, superhero comic film. That was like Blade. We need something like that, man. True. Um, I think I th- yeah. We need the date back. Saying that, right? Um, this is this, this is my this is this is what I think might happen, and because if you read the old Doctor Strange comics, right, and they did the um an arc which is I believe the Tomb of Dracula, right, and you know you had the team up with Doctor Strange and Blade, so you never know you might actually see, I don't know, maybe Blade in next year's Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, but we're not gonna see Blade in the R rated thing, are we? Yeah, I don't know what to sort of keep away from those Blade movies. But um, you never those, know. Those those movies were really really good. Nah, they were they were I'm Marvel's half, only eighteen certificate movie. I'm half of the third one, but the first two. Yeah, it was alright, man. It was really um, it was pretty cool. You know, but yeah, I've I've really enjoyed the, the how they're doing. They're really getting some. We're getting some official pictures and um, from Blade. He also did um, another interview with it with Mario Lopez that plays AC Slater in um, Saved by the Bell. It's about a minute long, so you can catch it on uh, Ryan Reynolds' Twitter page or comic book resources. It's pretty funny. He's a funny guy, man. Like, Ryan Reynolds is the perfect you know actor. Yeah, that, was, uh, that was the April Fool's. No, 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 this is um, another one they did. I think it just came out two days ago. Is that a double one? Yeah, it's about, it's about a minute and a half long, so it's actually just him talking on set um, about a few things, but it's all right. Okay, cool. Um, 
what else have we got? Ah, okay, so Avengers Age of Ultron has now come up to the 900 mil mark. And it hasn't even, what, the movie got released globally May the 1st. So, you know, I reckon it will hit a billion by the end of May. We all knew that movie was going to do well. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to do better than the first one. But it's, it's, from what I'm hearing, it's it's topping, um, it's topping, um, you know. I guess it's the sales ticket sales. It's it's gone up, which is um, it's pretty cool to see it. You know, so that little Mayweather dip didn't really do much. Nah, they did. They said it kind of affected it, but I was like, um, you know, regardless, it's still destroying the. You know, it's still destroying the um. Right, so I mean, the not not of a movie. Yeah, you know, think about it. Yep, they done it. At, a very very um <laughs> a very very good time so that was pretty cool so it's nice to see the movies actually doing um well, that's, that's interesting though like if let's say like, okay we came up with Avengers but we still don't well yeah because Avengers taking all the all the like shine people be like oh we've seen Avengers but what else is there to watch do you think about it it's true but then again, I, I, you know, I still think if it came out in the same time as, for example, I don't know, Fast and Furious or another movie, I still think it would have destroyed the box office. You know, so. Because yeah, I know that Bad Max, that's going to be a big one when it comes out. Or is it out already? I actually want to see that movie. Um, just because I like the old one. I mean, the, this, the new trailers looked, the new trailers they've put out just looked completely nuts. So I really want to, I think it's out next week or this week actually. Not too yeah, sure. No. It's either this week or next week. Um well, which they is got, they got that um <laughs> you'll believe it. They got that um picture perfect pick pitch perfect movie. Which I don't expect to do. <laughs> I was watching it with my girlfriend. Well I haven't seen it, she'll say that she liked the first one, so mm. excited. I'll have to check um, the trailer because I haven't really um, seen anything. Um, but Bad Max, there has to be quite a lot of buzz for it. For it to sort of yeah. Something. Yeah, well, I guess if you haven't seen the old Mad Max, then um, you wouldn't really, you know. But then again, where they've made the move, they made it just, it just looks nuts. Just like the old Mad Max did, so. In a sense, I am looking forward to it. Well, I might actually give that um a go. So moving on to the other big news, which is the, the Marvel and Uncanny Avengers issue 4 have said basically that Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are genetic experiments. You know, I saw your, I saw your, uh, was it your Instagram thing? You had the Uncanny Avengers. I was like, you not collect that book. No, I only got that because of um, why did I get that? I got it because the uh, the one I had the the cover that I had it was a Neil Adams variant. So I, I like his art. I love his artwork. So people don't know who Neil Adams is. He's the guy that revamped Batman from the 
the Adam West show to the Dark Knight. So without him, you DC fans or Batman fans in general would not be getting a Dark Knight movie because he was the first person to give Batman that dark, uh, you know, dark look. So yeah, that's why I got it because I love I love his artwork. But um, I got it because I thought it was a you know I didn't I I haven't read Uncanny X Men sorry Uncanny Uncanny Avengers. But I got it because it was just, a, you know, it was a key issue. So, you know, why not? So they confirmed that because I've my, my, um, collected that book and it's on my special order. So, um, standard order. And I haven't received my standard order yet. So yeah. I haven't read it yet. But I know what's going on. So yeah. Confirmed that, that I, I, uh, I have, uh, what is his name? High Evolutionary. He's yeah. a villain, a vengeance villain. Yeah. He's like created them, is what they're trying to say. Yeah, and he left them with the mutants. So he left them with Magneto. You know. See. So they're, you know. Are you still collecting Magneto? No, I dropped off uh, my axes, but they, I, you know, just this week they, uh, they launched, they did bring out Magneto. It was, it was the last days, so. Uh, what they're doing with Secret Wars is now uh, they're doing a, they're doing like um, so all the all the comics that are involved in Secret Wars the artists will be sorry the writers will be like doing that last arc which is um last days so you see the last days just about what about the incursions about to happen when the six one six and the six ten universe collide it just shows you what these heroes and even villains are doing at the last days you know so. Um, I didn't get it. I flipped for it, but I didn't. I didn't get it. Because I, I was looking at the preview for that, and I noticed he was with Polaris. So that's his other daughter. Daughter, yeah. And um, I, I would have thought that he would have referenced, you know, the, the twins. Yeah. Probably. It's it's funny like that. You know, now you have the the whole reboot, the whole destruction of the six one six universe. It kind of tells you that she's moving forward with. Saying that they're not longer his kids, but um, yeah, man, um, it is happening. So if you like it or not, it is gone. Um, right, another big comic news, like big comic news. That I was so I woke up in the morning and I saw this. And I was like, "What is this true?" And I was like, oh, "Yes." So. For all you James Spader fans, and you know James Spader is the man that plays the eight foot robot Ultron in uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. And you haven't seen the movie, please go. I remember to pick up the DVD when it comes out because it has th- about thirty minutes extended footage and I believe an alternative ending. But remember, the thirty minutes—it's not cut scenes. It's how the movie. Williamson, how the movie, how the movie is. So you're not seeing no extended cut. It's just. I think they didn't they didn't put it through the cinemas because you know it would have been a very it would have been over like three hours long. So um James Bader is back, you know, in this comic book which is the Blacklist. And if you guys don't watch the Blacklist, it is um it is an it is a not it is one of the best shows that I've seen um so far, right? And if you've seen the Blacklist, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, um the season finale is actually gonna be aired today in the state so you guys can watch it and for people like me who's gonna i'll be watching it online <laughs> tomorrow but so you guys can catch up from um, you know if you've been missing um you know um the show but it's actually officially being launched as a comic book 
and um, I'm excited. It comes out July the 22nd, and it's now it's available to basically pre-order um, from you know you, from your comic book stores, and also um, it's available on uh, ForbiddenPlanet.com. They'll be doing uh, a regular cover and a photo variant with um, you know with Reddington with his hat as usual. Um, it's going to be the first six episodes, six issues is going to be a six, uh, it's going to be an arc to do with just pure espionage. And, um, if you know about the blacklist, you know how it works and you know, the, the, the twists and turns it's, um, it's worth getting. So I will, I will be definitely, um, <laughs> I will be definitely getting that one. So that's one big news and that comes out again. Um, the blacklist comes out on the 22nd of July, yes. Just to add to the credibility of that book, um, the writer Nicole um, Nicole Phillips, she's what's going to be writing the book. Yep. And I was looking at her sort of background, so it looks like she's worked on fridge. Ooh, yeah. Of a, a fridge, and also she's she's got a lot of work done in Blacklist, so this is going to be a writer who knows the story. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely one for you guys to keep an eye out for. Trust me, guys, man. It's I I guarantee you that issue one will sell out instantly. Um, in the states, it's gonna go like nuts. In the UK, you know, UK is a bit slow, so you might find a few bits floating around. But I guarantee you, it's gonna sell out instantly. So get your pre-orders. You know, if you love the show and you want to watch it, sorry, if you want to read, if you, if you love the show. You know what I'm talking about. What you, what I'm expecting in the movie is hopefully what I'm expecting in the comic book. You know, I'm if people that watch, um, if you watch the Blacklist, uh, I just want to say that James Spader actually writes Redding, um, Raymond Reddington as well. So you know, it's his character in the way he puts his he puts his bits into it. So make sure you get that man. I'm I'm, I'm definitely getting that, and that is a book that I would never never um. Um, drop so it's pretty pretty cool so watch out for that right now let's move on to the bombarding of trailers that we've had so let's start with the biggest one so far which is Supergirl you know yep, um, yep. yeah up up and away up up and away you know I didn't know the trailer was that long I was like whoa um, you know what? I watched it. Um, I found it. I found it a little bit cheesy. Like the trailer was a bit cheesy, but you yeah, I think so. <laughs> she still looks good. Oh yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. She, she, she looks the same. She looks. She looks more healthy though. She looks like you know she's put a little bit of weight. I don't know, but she looks. It's like she. Um, she looks great. Like, yeah, because we haven't seen her in a while. You'd think that she'd be like, she would have looked that good, but she looks great. Yeah, um, I am looking. You know, the trailer was cool. I found it a bit cheesy. I found a bit of actually what I did like about um, Kara in this one. She just looked, you know, her persona as Kara. She's basically just she just seems nerdy. Just like just nerdy, just like like really really nerdy. So I liked it. Um, I like the fact that it was it wasn't you know because when I saw the pictures and whatnot, I thought it was going to be really dark. 
But from seeing it, it just looked like a, you know, just, just fun. You know, it was really fun. It had color in it, which was nice. Um, so I really did enjoy um, that trailer. You know, so I would definitely, even though I'm not really. I don't know. I've never read the Supergirl comic. I've only seen the movie. I've only seen the movie, so I know a bit about the backstory. Um, but from seeing the trailer, it's like she has to get used used to her powers and see where that takes her. But um, you know, I'll be I'll be definitely definitely watching um, that, and I'm looking forward to it. What, what do you think? What do you think of the trailer? I thought the trailer was fantastic, man. Yeah. I, I, I loved every minute of it. It was funny. Because it, it reminded me of that old Super Supergirl film. Do you remember? Yeah. I remember. Like, she, she come out of the water. Yeah, you remember that one? <laughs> That's all actually, actually, There's a lot of people that didn't really like it, but I really loved that film, man. That was one of, that was one of the... The negative zone. The whole... Because she was playing the whole cousin to Christopher Reeve, Superman, you know? Yeah, yeah and, they use that in the trailer as well, right? Where they're using it, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, the... They do. They sort of do do a lot of throwbacks, which is great. Yeah. Um, one thing. One thing I noticed throughout the trailer is that it just felt fun. Like, um, I, I'm quite familiar with the actress, uh, Melissa Benoit. She's Ben 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 the Yacht, I think. I want yeah. to say Benoit. <laughs> um, yeah. She 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 was ugly. She was on the what's the other show? Um, the one with Claire Danes. Yeah. Um, Homeland, that's it. She was in Homeland as well for a little bit. Yeah, I'm familiar with her. She's she's a really, you know, she's a cute girl. You know, she's fun. She's very humble. And like... Yeah. She just represents like the ab- a bit nerdy and everything, but we got like, a great sort of idea of who her character in yeah. the TV show. She's a bit different from the comics, but I think it's fine because at the moment, Supergirl in the comics, they don't know what they're doing with her. But I I sort of got that sort of um, the old Supergirl movie feel from it. And I think that's what a lot of people resonate with. So at the moment, it seems like that's going to be a big hit for CBS. I think CBS pretty smart move in, in uh, making this Supergirl TV show. True. True. I'm not shying away from, from Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I liked I like the fact they didn't really they they few they you know they give you a bit of um um they you know they they push in a little bit of Superman in there. And then I was like, right, like you know, and and you see in the trailer where she actually tells um I can't forget the guy's name. She um the guy that works with her. I can't remember his name now. She told him, oh, she was, I'm her. I was like, "Whoa, man! You just revealed your secret straight away." I was like, "Whoa!" But yeah, it just—it just seems like it's fun as well, because like, yeah, she doesn't care. She's <laughs> she's trying to hide her powers. She doesn't care. But you know, <laughs> she doesn't care. She just like jumped, jumped off the building. And, you know, it's just—it's just, it's just uh, fun. She, yeah, she doesn't care. She just doesn't care. <laughs> it's sick. So it's like she has no um, you know, like you know, with Superman, you find that he's always like weighing down. Should I tell this person? Should I? Not? And she was like, you know what? I don't care. You know, I'm just, it's like she's, she's like living in the moment, so it's nice to see that um, being put into the, um, the sh- you know, the um, you know, the trailer. So I will definitely be. That's, um, that's, a big, that's that's 
Yeah, definitely. That's the sort of great thing I like about Superman. Because a lot of people say, I can't relate to, I can't relate to. That, you know, he's Superman, he could do all of this, he could do that. But that's not really the point of what Superman is. You know, Superman is the everyday guy trying to do the best he can. He just happens to have superpowers. That's the same thing that what they're doing with her. She's just an average girl. And she just happens to have superpowers. It's funny you said that. Because I remember in the episode of... um, uh, Dean Kane and Terry Hatcher, the new adventures of Superman, where they time travel, and um, she finds out, um, she finds out basically, Lois finds out that he's Superman, that he lied to her, and she's like, ah oh, man, and I think she, she tries to argue, and he goes to her, you know, she goes, he goes, look, he goes, um, he goes, he goes, he goes, you think it was hot, you going it was easy for me, you know, like you, you was in love with Superman, and, you know, and obviously now I was just there in the background, and then she goes, oh, you're Superman, he goes, no, he said, he goes, no, he says, um. Clark Kent is who I am. Superman is what what I can do, and I was like, "Yeah, you know," because when he's when he's not saving the world, he's he's actually just an ordinary guy trying to live his life and just live. So, I, I like I like the fact in the trailer they showed her they showed more of her personality, more of her character than anything else. It's like Avengers, you know. When we watched Avengers, you know, you saw more of the characters interacting with each other, what they do, what they go through. Instead of basically seeing them, you know, like hulking out or Iron Man in the suit, you just saw more of the characters. So it's nice to see that DC have kind of put more integration of the persona of Kara than her attributes. So, you know. And I think that's all down to the actress as well. She done a, she's, you know, she's the sort yeah. of, she, yeah. she, in a way, she's kind of typecast because I know that sort of character that she's, she's bringing into it. And I think it works for, for, for Kara. And you know she's played that sort of similar role in Glee. Yeah. And if, if she's she's doing it for Supergirl, and it's like oh, like she's she's just. I remember the part where they she was eating a cereal, and they showed her the news, and she got all excited. I was so, like, yeah, oh. she she got she was gassed. <laughs> she so was I'm saying, gassed, yeah. people can relate to that, you know. I just put smiles on people's faces, and that's what yeah. comics. That's what Oh, that's the thing. Great. That that's that's what you know. That's just what it's. It's nice DC are doing that, and they're not giving people a dark um, show because that's that's the kind of stuff that I can relate to. Even though I'm not, for example, a, a quote unquote like a, super, a big Superman fan or or, or or Supergirl fan, but when I see that, I'm like, yeah, you know, everyone can relate to that from from the you know from the 14 year old girl to the 14 year old boy. Everyone can relate. Like, oh, cool, I used to do that, and you know, you just have those moments. So it's nice. So yeah, yeah, man. I I am looking for. I'm looking forward to that, man. Um, yeah, the next one. Thumbs up. Yeah, yeah podcast. two thumbs up, man. The next one that I just watched about five minutes ago, about ten minutes ago, was um, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, I'm surprised you didn't talk about that one first. That's the biggest trailer. You know what? I, for me, I don't know. I just, I, 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 um, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you for me what the biggest one was. Um, but, um, like for me, I don't know about DC's Legends of Tomorrow, but, um, from the scene of the trailer, I was like, they remind me of like, um, they remind me of slash quote unquote the personalities of the A team slash Guardians of the Galaxy where they just, it's their personalities that make everything work, if you know what I mean. They will, you know, um, I'm familiar with um, Firestorm as a character. Um, 
the Atom, I've heard of him, but I'm not really that. I'm, I'm not really familiar with them, but you know, I'm gonna watch it because it just seems like a cool. Uh, it just seems like from watching it, what's got me in, intrigued is just the um, the banter and just the you know the you know the, the way it's just the way it, it just seems fun. You know, it, it seems like a fun show. You know what? Yeah, it's like. Watching that trailer, it felt like I was watching the Flash trailer for the first time. I just had the biggest smile on my face. Yeah. Because, like, Arrow, Arrow is kind of dark. The Arrow TV show is kind of dark. It's kind of like sunshine and everyone has smiles on their faces. And that's the same thing on this trailer. Everyone has a smile on their face. Everyone jokes and little quips. You could tell. And, like, you know, because I'm I'm, I'm, I'm watching Arrow Flash religiously, you know? Yeah. Watching this tra- like those Hello. The deal is uh, there's no legends of tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, go on. You just you cough for like about about ten seconds. Oh snap. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say there's no legends of tomorrow in the comics. I've never heard of Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know what they are. These group group of characters that never came together in comics. So, oh, okay. you know, this is all brand new to me. That's interesting. I thought I thought it was based on the actual comics. Nah, groups, DC, the groups are either Justice League or maybe Outsiders or something. But yeah? Justice, sort of Justice League all over. That's pretty interesting. But or it Justice, was... Justice Society. There always has to be a justice in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, right. Actually, the next one that I w- would definitely be watching, um, into it, I'll be watching because it, it reminds me of the vibe of Constantine is, um, Lucifer. So I watched the trailer and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just watching it, you know, from what I can see, the devil quits, he's chilling out and he's helping people. And I'm like, huh? Really? But it just seems like it's it's just it's just it has that humorous side to it, and it's just I really want to see where they um where they take this. So I found the trailer was a bit um uh, you know, it was a bit humorous. It was it was funny. It was it, it was it had dark elements to it, but um, I really enjoyed the trailer. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I just like the bit where he says where the uh the woman in she goes uh. She goes to interview him after the the woman dies with Lucifer. She goes, uh, um, Lucifer. <laughs> she goes, uh, Mister, was it Lucifer Morningstar? And I was like, whoa, man. And he was like, and, yeah, and it's funny because he's there, he's flicking the coin, and the coin's just vibrating in the air. So that scene was pretty cool, man. So um, I'm definitely gonna, you know, jump onto that when it comes out. What did you think of it? Yeah, what's the What's the deal with have, what's the deal of having like black guys as angels? <laughs> they had that in Constantine. I was like, what? Wait, what am I watching Constantine? I got a bit confused. You know but, what? Yeah, I, I, yeah. You noticed that? I noticed. I was like, what? Second time. <laughs> uh, it's funny because um, um, a friend of mine he tagged me on this. On I'm trying to find it. He tagged me on um, um on Facebook, right? And he says every hero has a black guy watching his back. So you have 
I don't know the guy's name. Um, who's the guy in Arrow? The black dude. Oh, Diggle. Yeah, in Thor, it's Hamidou. In Batman, it's... Uh, what's his name? I'm guessing Lucius Fox, but there's, oh, there's Luke Fox. There's the guy... Fox. No, it's uh, the guy... Uh, what? It's Morgan Freeman. What's, yeah, what's, that's Lucius Fox. In Captain, uh, Captain America, Avengers, you had S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> in Iron oh, Man, okay. you had Rhodey. In Superman, you had the, the general and... You had a mixed dude in uh, the Flash. So it's always a uh, person of color. It's always there, man, in the background, running the show in a way, or giving them. Um... But that's that. That's a that's a constant trope. I mean, I just it's just become more of a forefront now because we just had Constantine as a with a black guy. You had the angel with black wigs. Save Constantine. And now, and now this show has a black guy. Who has black wings, so it's like two of the same thing. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know much about Lucifer. I know that Neil Gaiman wrote the story. Yeah. Um, you know, Neil Gaiman's a fantastic writer. I read a couple of his books, you know, he's very character driven. And I can see some of the sort of some sort of like beats he he likes to he likes to play around with his characters on yeah. this industry. I could I know it straight away that it's a Neil Gaiman story. But just that just that, um, do you remember him? He was in Buffy. Um, his name is DB Woodside. Do you no. remember? He was, uh, Who did he he play? was a principal Woods. He was the principal. The one that got killed. He, nah, he survived. <laughs> he, the, one that was, the one that was dating Faith. Dating Faith. Vaguely, I remember him. Yeah, he he was in Buffy. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a huge Buffy fan, so I know these things. Yeah, no, nah, I, I like. I, yeah. And like uh, uh, I just threw me after to say, okay, wait, this is what are you guys doing here? <laughs> you know, two black guys that have been uh, with ages with black wings. But anyway, apart from that, it seemed like a great show. I mean, he when he was talking to that like sort of celebrity lady, and he was saying that, well, I never forced you to, you know, take your drugs or. You know, whatever. It's true. <laughs> Like they say, they say you are your own. They just, they say like the worst. En- they say you are your worst enemy. You are your worst demon. So you know you, the the only harm you can do is harm to yourself. So in a sense, it is it's it's the philosophy. So you say I didn't tell you to do that. You know you done it. Yeah, we so, all have free will. Yeah, so it was. It, it's funny to see how it's gonna inter- It's gonna play, but it was a pretty um um cool show man um did you pick oh yeah I was gonna say I got you the second print of uh, Batman ah oh, good man thank you yeah yeah, yeah. should be, be yeah speak up tomorrow but we'll discuss that well, yeah we're saying that what I got this week to let you people what you people to let you people know what I got I got Secret Wars issue 2 4 issue 8 Miss Marvel 15 Silk 4 and Kenya Avengers issue four, and I got Darth Vader issue five, and ah, did I get? Yeah, did I pick up Darth Vader? I think I did. And Saga um twenty eight. So I'm gonna give you guys just a quick, just a quick breeze of a, of a review. Sequel was issue two. Like this issue, yeah, was nuts, right? 
you find that this issue goes way f- it goes it spins off into Doom's world, right? So you have Doctor to Doctor Doom who who somewhere has his own say his own planet, right? And he has an army of Thors. Can you imagine? He has an army of Thors that are that serve him, and he pretty much rules the whole. Uh, the whole planet, and in a sense, um, but the funny is, everywhere you see Doctor Doom, you see a castle. You know, in the comics, in the movie, so he builds his own castle. He has his own legion. Um, it kind of tells, it kind of takes you through how these thoughts have been initiated. Um, in his reality, in his world, he actually he's married to um, the Invisible Woman, and has a child with her. Also, so wait, uh, the word that sort of started the secret wars say that again is doom the one behind the whole secret wars there no 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 because no, i never read uh, the new avengers i think he got somehow he got away to another part of the uh, another part because he basically this where he is it's not part of the 616 universe and it's not part of the ultimate universe it's just somewhere in the middle so when the incursions happened it didn't affect where he was staying so i took it he built his but, own society um, say that again. Is this Doctor, is this Doctor Doom from Six One Six? Yeah, and uh, what's funny is in this Six One Six universe, you see Apocalypse. You see uh, someone I haven't seen in a long time, um, which is uh, Mister Sinister. Uh, it's pretty cool. This is this. Um, it's funny because at the beginning of the comic book, you see the spaceship right where. Spider-Man and the rest of them were in issue one when they got away. So the spaceship is lay is lying there. Um, what's really interesting about this issue is is um, they there's a um, there's a there's an issue of two with um, uh, one of the characters and I forgot his name, but um, Doom doesn't kill him. He sends him. He sends him basically over the shield. So the shield is basically a wall that Doom, they say Doom built um, brick by brick to keep everything out. So you're thinking, okay, cool. So what's behind, what's behind this wall or in front of this wall? I uh, saw in front of the wall. And then one of the characters jumps through. And um, you find out, actually, this is where the Marvel zombies and Ultron are actually laying there fighting each other. So they've been, from what I can see, they've been fighting each other for such a long time. And they they always send one. They always send the tradition is they always send one person down there to keep the to try and basically kill as much of them off. Or if they've been sentenced, for example, they don't send people to death. They send them to that part where they they always die. So it's like um, it's tradition, but it's also a punishment as well. So it's, so it's like a like a sort of death. Pet- Death. Yeah, yeah, Except yeah. And then you find out actually It's true though, but how how the can you survive Ultrons and No, you can't symbiotes. And uh what's funny is right at the end of the at the end of this issue, and if you haven't read this issue then um you know, don't listen to me now. But you the Doom sends Doom it's funny, Doom sends one of his um he sends his people to try and um basically find out what's going on so they find the spaceship right and um 
somehow one of the minions actually turns opens a spaceship and um one of the elders which is the thor just just gets killed off you know he gets uh he gets a spear and an axe for his head literally through his head and then you're thinking hold on a second you know what's going on and then you find that it's not actually spider-man it's not it's not the it's it's not your heroes it's actually your villains have actually come out of status so it's the cabal uh which is composed of um forgot his guy's name um thanos i believe normal um forgot the guy's name galactus is herald um yeah 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 so they all get released Onto, Do- onto Doom's world, and now they're ba- the what they're doing is now is they're basically looking to obviously <laughs> um, they're looking to take over and do what and do what what they want to do. But it's funny because there's a bit where Thanos goes. He goes, he goes, what is what is this place? And he goes, um, they call, um, he says the highborn call it um, Lavaton or La- yeah Lavertion. I believers call it God's kingdom, but everyone else with common folk call it something else. We call it Battle World. So in this issue, you get introduced to Battle World, which kind of tells you... Battle World is basically where all the battles happen in Secret Wars, so you get more in in-depth. Um, like, like, for example, the same time you see a fight between Captain America and someone like Iron Man, you know, in the backseat, in, 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 the, in you know for about a panel in the, like, like one panel in the comics uh, Battle World basically goes right into the actual fight so you see more of that more of the more of the fight than anything else so Battle World is basically the building block for the Marvel Universe which is um pretty cool but I really recommend this, I really recommend Secret Wars to everyone because it's you, you don't really have to be clued up it's a completely different arc and story to Secret Wars back in the day, so it's worth getting, and it's actually nice to see an army of Thors <laughs> just, just there, an army of Thors. So that was pretty cool. Um, the next one, which is what people really been asking about, is Thor. So Thor issue eight, we find out who this woman really is. Uh, so she's fighting. Thor comes down. They're fighting. Uh, what's the? Uh, is it called the Heli? The um, the ro- the the metallic robot from uh from Thor one. Yeah, I don't know the name of that robot. Yeah. But... So they're all there. You have um you have you have Scarlet Witch. You have um I believe Angela. You have um Thor and Thor. Odinson Thor and the female Thor trying to battle him, and um he basically sends her down. Odin sends her down because he's had enough. You know he. He's found that she's been, you know, he, he doesn't know why she has the hammer. He doesn't really like her. He wants, he wants her to just basically, he wants, to, he wants to kill her in a sense. He can't take it anymore. And you know, they, you even have Miss Marvel there. You have Spider Woman there, Angela. They're all trying to fight, trying to fight him, but they can't beat him. The only way they beat him is um, Odin's wife just has enough and basically tells him, "What are you doing?" and he listens to her and he sends basically he he, he calls it off. Um, what happens then is you see Thor, you know he um, he tells her basically um, he has a list and he thinks he knows who she is and she's like well no. Um, he 
one thing that kind of they don't explain in that he he's about to tell her what um, Fury said to him on the moon, but he doesn't actually tell her. Um, she then just goes off, and I didn't know it was her. I didn't know like I'm gonna tell you who she is, but I didn't know. I didn't think it was her. And you find that actually, it's um, it's Jane, it's Jane Foster, and it's and so she. You, so yeah. you didn't think it was her at all. No, nah, no, nah, I didn't think it was. I thought I look. I thought her. Nah, but obviously, she, what threw me off was my first guess. What threw me off was because she was dying. I was thinking oh, she's dying and she can't actually be fought. But then she, she explained. She says at the, at the end, she said, "I am Jane Foster, and I will not stop being the mighty Thor, even though it is killing me." So she actually wants to be. She says she's Thor because she says, um, um, she says the world needs a Thor. That's all that really matters. We need a God who understands what it means to be humble, to be more. A God who knows how, how precious life is, how delicate. A God who struggles every day to live a worthy life. Who suffers who so that no one else will have to. And a God who loves the earth enough to die for it. So he kind of gives you a different, um, kind of gives you hmm, a perspective of why she does or what she does. Because, you know, she does it because... She, she. I guess she knows the difference between life and death because she's going through that phase of uh, life and death. So that's for issue A, and the next issue will be tied. With, the next issue will be on um, will be Thor's, written by Jason Aaron, and that ties into um, Secret Wars. Um, next one is quite simple: is Miss Marvel. So people don't know Miss Marvel isn't actually Miss Marvel. She was just a normal kid, went to a party with her friend, snuck out, obviously because she's, she's Muslim and that, Camilla, she's Muslim, she snuck out, her parents were like, you know, reading, because they're very, very strict, she snuck out to a party, a green mist came out of nowhere, she got her powers, so in a sense, what I'm trying to tell you is, she's, she is an inhuman, so in this issue, previous issue, she falls, um, you know, they, the parents uh, introduce her to a friend of the family, Kamar, who's actually... You know, he's into what she's into, um, he's smart, good-looking, goes to college, has the car and everything. So she falls in love with him for the first time. Uh, she finds out then, he she finds out after, uh, sorry, before that, they're actually walking down and another Inhuman attacks. Um, so what you find out is that in it, even in Inhuman's book, you have a rival, you have uh, New Atlantan, which is basically, with, which is governed by, governed by Medusa. And her, her her crew, and then you also have these renegades. Well, not renegades, you have these other humans which don't want to listen to her, which want to do their own thing. So she comes up in the last issue, she's fighting Miss Marvel, and then, um, you know, Miss Marvel beats her, and then she runs to the alleyway, and Kamara's there, and she and he goes, oh, I've seen what you've done, blah, blah, blah. And she finds that he's an inhuman. So in this issue, um, he takes her, he goes, oh, let, me, let, me take you to, let me take you to school. Doesn't take her to school. He kidnaps her and tries to make her basically work for the other clan, which is uh, Lineage, who basically is trying to overthrow Medusa and basically create his own society of Inhumans. So um, she just basically just, she fights him off, escapes. She becomes heartbroken because obviously she likes the guy so much, but then she's like, you know, what can I do? So it kind of tells you... um, it's basically, it was a cool issue because it kind of tells you this the first time she actually holds a guy's hands, first time she actually likes someone, and it's the first time she actually gets into a, f- a, a, f- a, f- 
a really intense beef with a lot of intensity and um, emotion into it. So it was a really cool issue, man. Like Miss Marvel. I mean, if you guys want to catch up, just get uh, Miss Marvel issue one. It's a pretty cool comic. Um, cause I said, and Canyon Avengers, I haven't really read issue four. I just got it because I just knew what it was about. So in a sense, like we said, they are not mutants. They are experiments. Just like they were in um, Age of Ultron. Um, Silk issue four, pretty cool. So what's happening in Silk lately is she got bit by the same radi radioactive spider that Park Peter Parker got bit by. She was in... She was, you know, in she was in um in hiding for ten years. I come the guy's name, the guy um the guy from uh, from the Spider Verse. Uh, I can't I can't his name now, man. Damn. But um, anyway, she what the storyline is right now. She's basically trying to live her life as Silk, as Cindy Moon, but she, her her motto is she just wants to find what happened to her parents because her parents have been you know have disappeared. In this issue, she basically um. Uh, she meets a Fantastic Four and tells them basically that she, her powers are, are kind of acting up because after the event of um, Spider Verse, when the web was severed, a lot of the a lot of the Spider Man, Spider Woman in the all like in all the alternative universes and in Six One Six universe basically have been acting up. I know like Parker in Spider Man, like his spider sense has kind of gone down, so they're all suffering and he's actually still weak from the fight. Um, in this uh, episode, the issue is funny because um, Spider-Man tells, um, obviously, um, Mr. Fantastic that she's been in, she's been locked up for ten years. And um, when Cindy, when Cindy Moon finds that, she goes up to she goes up to Parker and she just she gives him an uppercut to the face. <laughs> she just knocks him down, and then um, she actually has a date with. Um, she actually goes on a date with um, the Human Torch. So. This issue is basically just her just unwinding her tension and actually having a date. So um, it's pretty. It was actually pretty cool. Um, um, saga twenty eight. Have you read Saga? No, I haven't. I haven't picked up yet. Uh, so basically, no spoilers. This is basically just um, in a sense just them it's just like in the previous uh issue it's just them trying to find um trying to find a um trying to find trying to get back together and find you know find get the, get get the children back basically you know i love saga but there is actually a big uh, there is actually a, a big surprise in that issue which i won't spoil because obviously you haven't read it but um it was um was it was pretty cool man so that's pretty much what i uh what i got and one thing i did say for all you guardians of the galaxy fans if i can find this here we go so um in june you're gonna have group from guardians of the galaxy is gonna have his own comic book which is um Pretty cool. So so far, just so we just so far, uh, you're gonna have Guardians of Nowhere issue one coming out. Carvac Saga, the the saga issue one. See, I don't know what these are, but that's written. Uh, sorry, yeah. Um, you're gonna have X Men '92, which is based on the the TV show, which I'll be definitely getting. Years of Future Past, 
issue one x extension agenda issue one e is for extension and i think these are all going to tie into secret wars war zones um there's a lot coming out <laughs> so be prepared to be spending some um some money so yeah that's basically um what i copped and i actually forgot to say that if, uh regarding the the movie like the trailer news and the you know big announcement they have now there's going to be a new mutant movie coming up or that fox are putting into production so i don't know if you heard about that one yeah, I heard about that. I'm pretty, ex- I'm, I'm pretty excited. I used to read the the debuters book. If they if they actually get that on the road, yeah, they have to get that debut story. There. She has to be there. See, I used to read that, but I kind of went on and off. I never really um. Actually, saying that um, I did th- uh, saying that I I remember I used to read it back in the day, but I I I couldn't really get with New Mutants because I was like. It's just a bunch of mutants, but it's it was all right, you know, it was all right. Um, but I never really stuck to the book. Um, yeah. The ones that I think the last volume that came out had a cannibal in it and Sunspot. So you know, both of them they're the Avengers book. Cannibal's a funny character. Yeah, both of them are hilarious together. They're actually saying that they're actually bringing back. I don't know if you if you ever read Runaways or not, but that's coming back as well. They're bringing that back, which is pretty cool. Um, what was I gonna say? Right, Agents of Shield. What did you think of the show? The finale. Ah, uh, it was it was it was pretty good. It's good finale. Um, Someone I've lost their hand. I've got a few problems with it. I got a few problems with it, but it was it was good. It was good. Someone lost a hand. That I wasn't yeah. that I wasn't expecting at all. At least we know he's not a human. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right, people. Director Colson is human, not inhuman. I liked it. Um, I think what I liked was the. The twist in the show where you find out Jaying was actually the the crazy one and Kyle was actually the calm one. Um, I like the way they implemented uh, Doctor Hyde in there. They kind of brought him from the comics and they just, the way he just hulked, he kind of hulked out and I was like, whoa, he looked mean, man. Um, I like that aspect. Um, I honestly thought that Bobby was gonna die. Watching that, I thought, I thought you know, it's, she's gonna die. And when she took that bullet, I thought she's gone. Because um, when you see Agent 33 getting capped down by Ward, I thought it makes sense. Bobby dies and Agent 33 dies, you know. Um, it was all right. I think, I think for me, what the whole two... For me, right, because I was hearing... Because I, I listened to this week's Marvel's podcast today and, um, you know, one of the guys was interviewing Cole Bennett and he said, for me, it feels like season one and season two has been just like a big, big origin story for you. And she was like, yeah, because like she went from Hacker to um, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent to um, Inhuman to Daisy 
and now she's quake but they haven't said that so it feels like for me like it's been a big origin story for um for sky you know um which is pretty cool because you now you kind of actually know and you have a substance and structure to what she is what she was she's found out who her parents were what was going on and now she can actually move forward the other thing that i i, I liked and i'm still wanting to see more is i would like for me one of the biggest things i liked about um this season and this episode was actually the um uh Fitzsimmons you know actually trying to sort things up so because for me their characters have actually gone really 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 good compared to how they were from like season one so it was um it was pretty cool in that sense i i, I did enjoy it i i i i, I liked it man i love that show you know um I loved it, and I think it's come a long, long way from season one to season two. So, um, you know, Coulson lost his hand. I was like, whoa! Like, um, I like the fact they gave Mac more of a role in that in that episode as well, because you hardly you did hardly see him in the last two episodes. Um, so, season three has been renewed. So that's going to be basically. Um, Coming up when the time is ready. Um, I heard it just about got the renewal. Oh, was it? Yeah, because a, I was reading up. It says the ratings Flash just got higher ratings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they did, they did, they did. The thing with Agents of Shield, yeah. Yet, so. I've seen any of the episodes, so now it's finished. I can actually catch up. I think of Agents of Shield. It's like it's it's it has its moments where it just goes completely high. And it might go a bit low. It kind of goes up and down. But I generally just like it because it's just, it's just a, it's just, um, it's a TV show with characters that you've never, well, some you've heard of, but some that you've never. So it's nice to see something, you know, like DC have done, you know, with their characters, like oh, the DC Legends. It's nice to see that Marvel are doing that. So, you know, I do like the, I do like the show. Um... So it's it's nice. Um, I like the fact that now Ward has a new agenda as well. So he's going to be more probably more of um of a of a villain or not. Um, it was nice. Like it's like in this in this episode, all it's like all the characters pretty much had an ending. Like you know, Cal basically. Went for the Tahiti project. Um, Sky found out who, what she was, what she is. Um, um, Bobby, you know, finally just decided, you know, this is me. I'm done. Um, the only thing that needs to be, I think, resolved now is probably the issue between is it May and Colson for not. I don't know. I guess the trust issue, but. Overall, man, it was actually a nice, um, a nice show, and um, I'm looking forward to season three when that comes out. So, um, so far, comparing both seasons, which ones did you prefer? What from season one and season two? Yeah. To be honest, I liked. Um, I think. Uh, 
I can't really compare them because for me, season one was more. It was more light-hearted. It was, it was like it was just more light-hearted. Um, season two, which just went really in dark. It kind of gave you more of the characters evolving and actually just maturing and growing up and going through like a really dark patch. So um, I don't know. I actually, I I can't say the first season or second season to be honest. I just think the, the, the second season it just went more into. Um, what things really are, you know, it kind of gave you a more deep perspective on each of the characters. Um, but I, I, you know, I think for me the first season, I guess probably because it was just just fun and just um, um, it was fun. It was just bubbly, and it kind of gave you little bits of what to to expect in the following um, in the following, you know, um, episodes. Um, I like the fact, obviously, at the end, of, at the end, you just see Lola, the car, because <laughs> everyone was waiting to see if that car would come back. So it's nice to see that the car was back. So, um, you know, the only question you have to ask yourself now is, what the hell has happened to Simmons? You know, what has happened to her? Has she gone basically into a Cree world? Is she going to be inhuman? You know, what's happened to her? Uh, I like I like the fact that Fitz is um seems like he's gone better, like he's he's he feels better, you know. There's less stuttering, there's less. He's like he's going, he's like he's coming back to him, like his memory's sort of coming back to me. If you know what I mean. So, yeah. What what, what are you? Which one do you prefer? One or two? You know. The reason why I asked this question because this was like weighed on my mind for, for a minute. Yeah. It was great. But the reason why it was great is because of the Hydra reveal. When after that whole Hydra thing kicked off, that's when the season the show just turned to something new, turned to something different. It turned me. into espionage. It just turned into something new for me. I was like, you know, I could I could really dig what's going on. Yeah. Season two, season two was good, but like there was just so many things going on. Yeah, there was. There was. There there was, was just like so. I like the the reason why I'm I'm not so, I wasn't that excited about the finale was because I'm not, I'm not so like on board with the finale because it just felt like so many things were just happening. It was just thrown on on this story and that story and this story. Oh yeah, we need to rush this to get it all done. And yeah, I was like. I was like, where's you know what direction? I don't I don't know what's going on. And I think also what did it help it was that break with the Agent Carter. I think that sort of lost the momentum of the show because mm. the Agent Carter thing sort of like slowed things down, and it, and the fact that it wasn't really tied to Shield, it wasn't really tied to Agents of Shield apart from oh this is the beginning of Shield. Yeah, so, yeah. Its own story. I, I, in the beginning of the season, of season two, they, she was in that, she was in like a preview of the episode or something. I thought, okay, maybe Agent Carter's going to tie into it, but she wasn't. So it was just it, it was just kind of all over the place this whole season. Yeah, yeah, because the season you had um, you had Hydra, Hydra, Inhumans, Bobby and Figgy, and you had New uh, Shield, New Shield, and you had. Uh, Gonzalez, no. 
I like to, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, ah. You know, you gotta be an agent, Wood. I like that, bro. I like Agent Thirty Three, man. She's nice. She's good looking, man. <laughs> I would lie. Plus, she's she's she just nuts. Even with the scar, the yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll date her still. I'll date with the scarf, no scarf. I like to actually. I'll, I'll be honest, my favorite one that I've ordered them, right? The, the women is. Is Simmons. She's nice. I love Simmons. She's just. just she's nice. <laughs> Simmons is the one. Simmons actually, actually got the best. I think she got the best character. Yeah. Definitely, I think she got the best character development in the whole show because, from what she got from season one, her character's pretty much, pretty much consistent. From okay, she was a spy from the beginning, and then led to what she, what she sort of became, where she had this sort of animosity against people with powers, and you know, yeah. there's always for the option that oh, we could kill. We could always kill. I was like, you know, yeah, you know, I could get behind this character because you know it. she seems more consistent. Yeah, man. I guess um, Trips death really triggered it off, bro. You know. Definitely. And also, I've got. I'm still a bit, still a bit thrown off about Sky. How she's she's become this sort of badass. You know, I, think, I haven't said anything for the whole season, but all of a sudden she could she could fight toe to toe with. Noble um, shield agents, and you know. Well, I guess I give you a few scenes that she she was doing some, you know, some training. But then obviously we don't see. I guess we don't see a lot of that. Uh, it's just the thing you don't know. Like when you watch shield, you just wouldn't know how much training session she actually had in May. So. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I, but I get know. you, but I, 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 it's just, I, I, it's just one of those little things, you know. Yeah, I understand, I understand what you're saying, man. I, I I, her fights is were clearly the best. Uh, well, with the special effects and everything, and, you know, was it? I think it was last week's episode or the week before. Um, when when the, the Hydra base here, yeah, that was the best fight scene that ever. That was the yeah yeah. The way she took out those agents, it was just, it was just nuts. That that episode was um. Yeah, was... also like the May episode as well. That episode was was the best episode in the whole show, the Age of May one. But it yeah. was like, <laughs> it was like another thing going on in that whole season. So many things were just going on. Yeah. So well, at least I think in this, at least you kind of um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess she moves on as well because obviously she calls him up at the end. You know. She's calling him up, and she kind of says, you know, there was a lot of things I didn't say to, to you in it, to her ex-husband. So it, for me, even though there was a little, there was a few bits that wasn't really dealt with, but I think like May sort of in in that episode, it's like May sort of made peace of herself. Sky moved on. Um, obviously, not everyone got a happy ending, you know, like the way Jaying died. You know, he just he destroyed her. You know, he was like cracked her neck, and then he just cracked her spine. Yeah. Yeah, and so that was a bit of an emotional thing where he tries to put his family back together, but then he has to end her to basically make things right. So I liked it in a sense because it sort of it made it made things kind of move forward. Like I said, you know, um, May made peace. Sky moved. Sky, you know, has has now has a chance to 
um, move on. Um, Bobby, we'll see what happens to her. Will she stay? Won't she stay? Uh, what will happen with Hunter and her? Um, the only thing I already want to see is what's going to happen with Fitz and Simmons. You know, are they going to move on? Are they going to date? You know, um, you know. But and also, I'm not taking fish oil ever again. Huh? Oh yeah, 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 you saw that, right? That was nuts. So looks like you know what that means, right? This this is my theory, right? Every person that is a potential human that takes that oil will probably it will probably unleash um because the terrigen crystals is what it's the mist right is what basically turns you into a inhuman just how sky turns so i'm assuming the people that are potential that have that dna within them will actually their their, their inhuman dna will be activated and you'll see more people popping around you see more inhumans around the world than you previously um did before so yeah it's definitely interesting that they're using agents of shield to sort of kick off the <laughs> humans. yeah yeah it's gonna have a movie for it so hopefully we'll get chloe bennett in that in the humans movie that'd be amazing you never know you know she could actually uh, she could because um for her to say because remember Raina said um it's not you that's going to be leading your people. It's supposed to be Sky. So she must have a high lineage or to a family or some sort for her, you know, for that to happen. So they could put her in there. You never know. Or they could tie her in to, to it. So um, it's going to be interesting to see where Marvel actually... Um, go on. Oh yeah, didn't you say you had um, what was it? So I was gonna say uh, no. Before I asked you, I was gonna say yeah. It'll be nice to see where they where they move Sky basically. Oh the, yeah, where they move Sky. It'll be nice to see it in the humans moving like. Oh, you never know. We actually might get an Inhumans TV show with her in it. You never know. So they they could do a lot. Um, so. Yeah, didn't you say you had um, what was it you was telling me the DC previews? Yeah, um, DC is gonna. If you guys have been scouring the internet and Twitter, DC has been releasing sneak previews of of their books after well their divergent books, which is post convergence. Uh-huh. And this week's we had Doctor Fate. Um, Action Comics, Justice League 3000, and Word, Batbite, Bizarro, Lobo. Great books, great, great books that's coming out. This is in our post. There's no more 52 again. So it's just DC now. And I think what I read that I, that I really stood out to me was um, actually, there was two books that stood out to me. The first one was, yeah, you'd be funny, they're both super related. The first one was uh, Bizarro. Yeah. Um, I'm sure everyone. You know, those a lot bizarre. This book just was just absolutely fun. Basically, from what I got from the sneak preview, was he's he, from Bizarro World. He got kicked off because he kept on destroying everything. So they sent him off to Earth, and the Superman tasked uh, Jimmy Olsen to send uh, Bizarro to Canada <laughs> because he's destroying Metro- Metropolis because he thinks he's trying to save everyone. 
because he's quite different. He, he, people say, "Oh, we hate Ibizarro," but he because he's Bizarro, he thinks everyone loves him by, by saying hate. Right. So that was, after we did that was I was just uh, yeah. Was just, that uh, the actual comics one, which is a bit more serious, Superman. I don't know what's going on with with the Superman book. You know, with uh, John Romero Jr. and Geoff uh, Jones that story. Yeah. Um, yeah. His secret's out, right? They, Superman Forty One. Or is that? Yeah. Now the action comics now, the one that's written by Greg Pack. Now the people I read, basically Superman is losing his powers. And I think that's all tied to this new power that he has. So he's like he's on his way to uh, the Fortress of Solitude, yeah. Yeah. And he's like he's cold and everything in the Fortress of Solitude. The fortress is in uh, Antarctica, isn't it? so he's traveling there. He said he's cold and everything. His powers is waded. He he wants to go back to the fortress to sort of see if there's any Kryptonian uh, technology to bring his powers back. And he gets attacked, and you know he gets attacked by ninjas, like ghost ninjas. And you know, he he manages to fend them off. And he gets to the fortress, and he's like banging on the door, saying that "Let me in, let me in." And they say that the fortress says, "Unknown." recognize we don't know who you are and he was like i'm carnell let me in uh, and the fortress sort of picks up this suit like with the new 52 if you be with the new 52 superman's costume is kryptonian so what it does it it matches his dna to the family of of krypton mm-hmm. so anyone that's kryptonian wears that suit will match their the family crest, because that S is a family crest rather than the rather than the S itself. You remember the Supergirl trailer? Yeah. So, what this what the fortress does is sucks up his suit and says that oh, retrieve his stolen stolen material. So Superman loses his powers and he's lost his suit. So, so that's where the preview ended. So, so it's interesting to see what's gonna happen now. Now that he's 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 losing his powers, he's lost his suit, and now everyone knows. Oh wow! So those those are two books that do that to the uh, yeah. That's cool, man. Just why not? Are DC renumbering? No, no, they're not renumbering. Good. Um, I think for me, what stood out also like because Marvel's previews was um something that's interesting, which is it's a it's a three part issue. And it's called the Red Skull. So I'm gonna read this from the preview. It says um. This is one of the most vile villains of the Marvel Universe gets his own Twisted Secret Wars series. Red Skull should be dead, but his legend grows at sort. A team of villains that includes the Winter Soldier, Magneto and Lady Deathstrike are sent on the dangerous odyssey to the Deadlands to prove it. But no one ever comes back from a life in the Deadlands. It said, forced to overcome zombies, Ultron drones and the Annihilation Wave, the ragteam of villains will find what they, they may have bitten off more than they can chew. So... That's something that stuck out for me. The other one is they're actually um Wait, is this, is this tied to Secret Wars? Yeah. Um you know a... what, yeah. In in the axis, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. In yeah. the axis, the axis. No, 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 I never I never finished it off. I might have to buy it on the graph actually. Basically, yeah. The red that was the red score with it. Yeah. So Onslaught. What right? happened was what happened in the axis was that Charles Xavier came back as the red score. So, I don't know if that's gonna play if that's included in that. Well, could be. Um, 
So I'm gonna. It's only three issues. I'm gonna give it Reed because I like the Red Skull. He's um he's a nutty villain. Um, the next thing that's there, uh, Marvel are doing, which is part of Secret Wars, which is pretty cool, is Civil War. Um, so basically, in this one, they they've been battling for eons, you know, Captain America and Iron Man. So they they try to come and make peace in this one, I believe. And you see, and I guess from there basically you see how it kicks off and what happens. But it's written actually by um uh by Charles Soule. So I'm looking forward to it because I do like his um his writing. I mean, there's a lot of secret war ties in. I mean, so many. I'm going through the previews. One thing that I I am definitely going to be getting is the Hell Hydra by Rick Remender. So it's uh, it's a time basically of where Hydra's taking over for 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 a long, long time, and we see one person basically trying to put everything into to, to perspective. And I don't think it's even Captain America. Um, it just says basically. Um, I don't know, I don't know who the guy is, but he's holding Captain America's shield. But um. I'm definitely getting that because, you know, to see what Hydra, to see the world, you know, and how Hydra would have molded it with no shield, with no one opposing them is pretty, pretty, um, um, it's pretty interesting, man. Um, the next thing that's going to be very big, I think, for Marvel is, because I don't know, I don't know too much about it, is Spider-Man Review Your Vows. Um, from what I know, he's married to Mary Jane. He has a kid, and he's trying to make ends meet. Um, so it kind of gives you—it's a story that basically all the fans wanted to basically see, you know, what would happen if Spider-Man actually got together with Mary Jane, have the kids, and see how he was life, how his life basically, um, you know, is gonna move forward. Um, other big thing. Part of Secret Wars, it's going to be Omar Logan. I really want to see what that's going to be like, man. You know, um, they're doing like I'm flicking through the, the previews book. There's so many, everything here I have is just all Secret Wars. Um, there is one thing that actually stuck out to me, but I don't think I actually have it here. It's common now, but it's actually Jason Aaron's new book. Um, no, I don't have it in the previews. Damn. I can't remember the name of the book, but Jason Aaron is actually writing a new book. Um, which is supposed to be really, really good. But I can't even see it. Um... <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I guess all the Marvel previews is gonna be just is based gonna be based on nothing but um what do you call it Secret Wars. I think one of the biggest things for Marvel um is gonna be X Men ninety two. That's basically that's gonna be X Men from the old X Men TV show. So. You know, that show was a hit back in the day. Everybody watched it. 
even if you never read comics or was into Marvel, everyone, I guess, at a time watched it. So you're you going to be picking up. Not a lot of people know about it, but a lot of people know who Jim Lee is. This is basically Jim Lee's X Men. Oh, yes. Yeah. I had the comics, but I was happy to get that. The first 100 issues I had. And I remember the last issue that, the last issue 100 is, was when Xavier dies. And then after that, they released, um, that was the first time they they brought out Generation X. So that was a long, long time ago. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. What I'm really looking forward to is definitely going to get this one you, you, you just spoke about. Action Comics. Um, Superman 41 and Batman issue 41 you know I really want to see what happens when you have no Batman where you have a Superman that isn't really Superman and where you have a Superman where everyone knows that he's Clark Kent (laughs) so you know it's interesting because I I like DC Comics so for me it's going to be a nice time to just um, um, jump in and yeah, just to quickly add on the DC sneak preview, it looks like Colin Bunn is the new Charles Soul because Colin Bunn is writing everything for DC at the moment. Yeah? You know Colin Bunn is the one that wrote um, Magneto. That book yeah, is he, amazing, Magneto. Yeah, he's, he's going to be writing uh, Green Lantern Lost Army, he's going to be writing Lobo, he's going to be writing uh, um, Sinestro. Also, he's right. Aquaman. He's right. <laughs> I'm saying he's right about that's almost like four books already. Wow, that's a that's. Um, and, I, and I read those four. I read those sneak peeks, and they look amazing. So that's going to be um. That's going to be a lot to um. What you call it? A lot to manage, but I guess if, I guess if um he's actually doing that, then. There we go. D- then DC are saved. There we go. This is this is the book I was talking about, and um, so I finally found it in the preview. So um, I don't know. I haven't I haven't checked it out, but it's called Weird Weird World by Jason Aaron. Um, oh yeah, I think I read about that one. I think right. I'm not too sure, but I think this is based on. No, it's not. I thought this was going to be based on the son of Black Bolt. But I haven't got issue one, so... I mean, to flick through, so I can't really comment on it. So it was pretty... It looks pretty interesting. And I, I'll be honest, anything by Jason Aaron, right? I love... Um, his four is amazing. Um, but I think, for me, what got me into Jason Aaron, right, was um, Original Sin. Original Sin for me was this, it was, I loved it, it was an amazing um, comic book, The Death of the Watcher, so if you people want to get into that, pick up Original Sin, you can get it, um, Your Forbidden Planet um, website, and again, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I just wanted to um, point out two things happening. DC is um, releasing 
festivals coming up in the in June. Um, earlier you mentioned um, you wait to see Batman Forty One. They released a, a blueprint poster of the new Batman robot. Yeah, that's going to come out in June. You can buy the poster. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like blueprint poster for it. it. Looks pretty cool. Project Batman. Mm-hmm. There's a sort of a. If you're reading Justice League, which I am, there's a, they've been teasing the Dark Side War. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've. Antibody, I, the antibody. Yeah. Yeah, you saw that one. I flicked. Um, I flicked for it. Yeah. The antibody. He's been teased in uh, Forever Evil. So everyone's been waiting for that. Also, there's a few posters for Black Canary, The Man of Steel, uh, Daily Planet poster, uh, Gotham Academy. A bunch of bunch of really fun stuff DC's releasing in June. Normally they release like a variant every month, but it looks like they're releasing sort of like yeah. uh, collectibles. That's nice, is, man. Speaking of uh, speaking of posters, um, um, for all you John Romita fans out there, um, you can pre-order this, pre-order this, pre-order, pre-order this net or Um This is the UK so I don't know how it works for the US. But, um, so you have, there's a, a, a print by John Romita Jr., right? A Captain America print signed by him for forty nine ninety nine, right? And it's only limited to 50 in the world. So 50 of these signed prints have been given out and they've been on pre-order. So if you're a Romita fan, check it out. Um, also, they're releasing Star Wars 1 again, the Director's Cup. Star Wars Lando, Lando from Star Wars is getting his own comic book, and this book is this is actually set before Star Wars. So it gives you a it's a it's a more of like of of a backstory to he what he really is as a character. Um, so that's something you guys might want to have a look at if you're a Star Wars um, fan. Also, giant size little Marvel. <laughs> so this is AVX. So. Um, it's gonna be the babies, the babies again fighting each other, and I love the Scotty Young Cartman. So that's something you could definitely um, get. Yeah, but actually, I'm really looking forward to a lot of um, a lot of what DC are basically putting out. So I'm looking forward to that. I really hope they do something different with Constantine as well. Oh wow! So I'm looking through it. Oh, thanks for the link. I'm looking at the uh, the link you sent me. It looks deep, yeah. man. While you're looking at that, I just wanted to quickly update you guys. Basically, released an updated list of all the comic book films that's going to be coming out in the next, uh, let's say, five years or so. And it looks like it's going to be, okay, what's your times table like? Seven times five. Seven times five is 35. So there's going to be. Ant-Man and Fantastic Four that's coming out this year. Ant-Man's coming out in July. Yeah. Um, what's the other? Fantastic Four is going to come out in August. And that's August 7th. So that's, we've only got two films left, you guys. And then we got 2016. There's going to be seven movies coming out. 
seven movies. But actually, you know, this is excluding Star Wars, so that's why that's how you know you guys. Anyway, this is 2016. We got Deadpool coming out in February, which is good. That's a nice early time to get an R-rated movie. So that Deadpool's gonna be a sneaky one. Then we got Batman v Superman in March, and then Civil War in May. Yes. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> that same month, X Men Apocalypse is coming out. In about what, ten, twenty days? Within that month, twenty days, X Men Apocalypse is coming out after Civil War, which is gonna be a bad month for me. Captain America, X Men Apocalypse in one month, bro. This time next year, we're gonna be watching X Men Apocalypse with Captain America. It's gonna be good. Then, then in August, Suicide Squad. Um, October, Gambit. And then your favorite guest. Got Strange. Yep, Strange November. Strange. Oh, is it? No, it's gonna be November. Kind of makes. Yeah. Yeah, November. It probably come out earlier for us, but November. True. I'm not going to go through the rest, but for 2016 confirmed, we got Deadpool, Batman v Superman, Captain America, Civil War, X-Men Apocalypse, Suicide Squad, Gambit, and Doctor Strange. The Gambit ones, I I didn't think that was going to come back next year. I actually forgot they actually confirmed Gambit as a movie, to be honest. Yeah. uh... My boy (laughs) Zito. Chisel Jaw, boy, that's what I call him. (laughs) He's gonna smash it, bro. Watch him. He looks like Gambit anyway. So, um, yeah, I was gonna say, I don't know if I said it last week, but um, Secret Wars, when it came out on digital, was the highest selling digital of that day. Uh, as, 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 as a digital, so, as a digital comic. So, that was nice to see. That's. Just to let you know, I don't like digital comics. I like actually buying comics. I feel cheated with digital comics sometimes. But then again, I guess you have to buy them if you can't, you know. You know what? Like, I, I prefer reading them. I like reading on my phone, but I, I like reading it on my computer. It's weird that on the computer it just feels better than mm. reading on my phone. But you got an iPhone 6, so I guess your screen is bigger. Yeah, but it still doesn't really. I don't know, man. It still doesn't really make a difference. I, I, I only purchased one digital comic in my lifetime. That's because I bought a comic book, and I was going on holiday. And I didn't have time to read it, so I just purchased it and I just read it. I was on the beach, so I was like, hmm. I guess it comes in handy. Um. Uh. Once in a while, but. Apart from that, it's not something that I would buy. Um, but then again, like I, I, I like drastic times call for drastic measures, so you might need to. Um, yeah, it's cheaper. So. Yeah, it definitely is cheaper. Um, for all you people that collect the pot vinyl, bubblehead, Funko, bubbleheads, um, they on pre-order now. You can have. And you have for DC, from the TV series, you have Deathstroke, Black Flash, Reverse Flash, um, Captain Cold. Um, there's a lot of, you have 
you have um, the green arrow, sorry, arrow, um, you have the flash from the TV show, you have Black Canary, reverse flash, you have um, Oliver Queen without the mask, which is, it looks, that one looks really nice. Um, for Marvel, they just announced they're gonna, you know, well, sorry, it's not announced, but you can pre order Ant Man and uh, Yellow Jacket for the Ant Man movie, and that's by uh, Funko as well. Um, you have the Vision, which is basically half see through and half not, and that's limited. Um, you have the Punisher, which is limited. You have Black Spider-Man, the Venom suit, which is limited. You also have Venom, which is limited as well. And what else was there? Yeah, I think that's basically it. You also, actually, you have um, Storm, which is probably still available now, but she actually has glow-in-the-dark hair. Um, oh yeah, and of course you have the first time Funko are doing Daredevil. I was hearing Daredevil was only a, apparently a European release. I'm not too sure. So there's that. Um, it looks pretty cool, man. You know these things are addictive. Um, I've actually got all of them pre-order. Oh, and you also have Spider-Man 2090 available for pre-order. And from Agents of Shield, you have now Melinda May. Which is available for pre-order. So these will be coming out from what I can see. The 31st of March to the 15th of June. So it will be nice to have this in your collection. So Spider-Man 2090. Venom. Black Spider-Man in the black suit. The Punisher are all limited. So get it while you can. Like I said before. They're going for as a batch on eBay for like 60 to to £100. So I'm... Um, Definitely getting them, so I'll be having a big box delivered to my house from Forbidden Planet. So, yes, and next year, May two, May the twenty, I'll be the twenty fifth. The forty inch Hulk Buster will be released, and that retails at nine hundred and forty nine pounds. And I'm definitely getting that as well. So, so that people know it's worth the investment. That Hulk Buster is worth the investment. Believe me, they will never do it again. It's going to be amazing. I'm definitely, definitely getting that. So, um, yeah, I think that actually wraps up this week's um, podcast. You know, um, yeah. again, people, man, catches every uh, catches every week. Every well, Thursday. Yeah. I say, I say Thursdays because the new comic comes out on Wednesday. Your comics come out on Wednesdays, so we can review them and talk about them on Thursday, or um, or Friday. You know. Yeah, we'll pretty... definitely be. Yeah. We'll definitely check checking our emails and everything to make sure things are popping. Mhm. So, yeah, man, check us out. Check out my, uh, check out the Twitter at Two British Nerds, and that's with a Z. Check out my, my Twitter, which is at 
um, at C-A-V-A-D-J. Um, check out, you know, hit us up on the email for if you want to be, you know, if you want to be a guest, if you want us to give us, if you want to give us feedback, whatever, man. If you want to say hi, you know, just uh, hit us at two British nerds at um, at gmail dot com, and we yeah, and we'll definitely um, get back to you. Shout out to all, um, the tweeting crew. Shout out to Miss Social Butterfly. Shout out to um. Um, Claire. So Claire's on my Twitter, and um, I'm actually thinking of uh, I'm gonna ask her to come on as a, come on as a guest. She writes, from what I know, she sings, she acts, and she's a nerd. So and she's a she likes. I shared her. She's oh, she really likes the old X Men cartoon. So so Claire, if you're listening, if you wanna jump on the podcast, we'd love to have you on. Hope you're feeling okay and well. Um, yeah, man. You know, it's about having fun on this podcast, so feel free to message us, hit us up anytime, and we'll be there. I'm on Twitter like 24-7, even at work when I shouldn't be on Twitter, so I'll be responding um, anytime. Oh, just before we go, um, there was a, a tweet about, I don't know, 20 minutes ago. Um, is it As Asa Butterfield is reportedly Marvel's new Spider Man? So that means if he's if it is him, yeah. then Civil War. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, you know, it's still reportedly it hasn't been confirmed. So, but hey, we'll see. It's gonna be interesting, especially how young they're gonna cast him. So, yes, all right, people. Yeah. Guys, don't forget to reach me on Twitter as well. I'm uh, at Shika One Dude. Yay! That's I K A One Dude. And subscribe to our podcast, man. Subscribe. This podcast will be going up tomorrow. Tomorrow evening, it'll be going up. So it will be up for you guys to play and listen. Of that being said. We will see you guys next week. Peace out.